This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app. Kia ora, friends. I'm Joanna Santa Barbara of Motueka, bringing you an eco postcard. Each week, I send you a small snapshot of a few things going on in our world concerning the health of our beautiful planet. Sometimes it's good news and sometimes it's bad. And today will be a bit of both. First item, oh yes, I need to remind you about the Nelson Tasman Climate Forum Hui on August 28th, 9 to 12.30 on the NMIT campus in a space called the Mahitahi Collab. A feature of that forum will be some training in how to measure your household emissions and how to construct a household climate action plan. Okay, on to more items. Uh, one is the desire by many ecological and some fishing groups to ban bottom trawling by fishing vessels on seamounts in the ocean surrounding New Zealand. This has been likened to taking a spot of pristine native bush with ferns and mosses and lichens and small trees and big trees and bulldozing it, which is what bottom trawling does to the ocean floor on seamounts where apparently large and ancient corals flourish and create a sea garden for many other species. Greenpeace is leading in this coalition of environmental and fishing groups. They point out that it takes decades for a virtually bulldozed area to recover and it releases stored carbon Tallies being a local uh, fishing company in our area has been singled out for its particular commission of these environmental sins and encouraged to stop doing it. Okay, back to land and um, another interesting item. Listeners, I think, will be well aware that New Zealand has a very big problem of nitrate pollution of fresh water, uh, which is part of what makes some of our rivers and streams unswimmable. There is a tool that has been in use for quite some time by farms to measure their nitrate output in, in the hope of helping farmers use interventions which will lower the output of nitrates that leaks into waterways. It's called Overseer, and apparently recently it's been re-examined and found to be seriously inadequate for the purpose by a science advisory panel for the purpose and by Simon Upton, the Parliamentary Commissioner for the Environment. These criticisms have been recognised by Damien O'Connor, who's the MP of many listeners, including myself, and David Parker, the Minister of the Environment, who agree that a new tool needs to be developed 
Rather extraordinarily, this news item has revealed that the old tool, Overseer, was developed and owned by both the government and fertiliser companies using government money. That seems to me like a serious conflict of interest. And the advocacy is that a new tool should be publicly owned, publicly transparent. Greenpeace points out that what we need to do is phase out synthetic nitrogen fertilizer entirely, which is one of the serious sources of nitrate pollution of water. Okay, now we'll go international to the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change Assessment Report Number 6, Part 1. <laughs> this is the big and important report released a week ago, giving us the state of science on the physical aspects of climate change. It's the work of 234 scientists throughout the world in 66 countries, including New Zealand. Uh, I get surprised when I have a look at this long list of authors, 234 of them, because I spot uh, what to me is a surprising number of New Zealand climate scientists in this list. I would say the big message from this report is we have to act now. We can't keep delaying into the future on acting to reduce emissions and sequester more carbon. Carbon dioxide in the atmosphere is higher than for the last two million years or more. Methane is higher than for at least the last 800,000 years. So obviously, the web of life as we know it and as we are part of it, has evolved in an atmosphere different from the one we have now created as human interveners in nature. Under the best scenario for reduction of greenhouse gases, temperature will continue to increase to 2050, after which we hope, if we act right, it will stabilise. The report points out that strong, rapid and sustained reductions in methane are needed to avoid tipping points. Of course, we have to act very energetically on carbon dioxide reductions, but it's very important to reduce methane rapidly. The helpful thing about reducing methane rapidly is because it has a low half-life in the atmosphere, the impact on global warming will be felt rapidly, and we need that to avoid tipping points. Some of the changes that this human intervention has caused will be irreversible or virtually irreversible. Changes in the ocean, in sea level rise, in ice sheets will be irreversible for hundreds to thousands of years. And we will just have to live with them. Under the best scenario, we'll get a meter of sea level rise by 2100, and we need to be working at adapting to that. And we'll get 
seven meters by 2300. So we need, need to be acting now to stop things getting worse, but we need to realize that they are going to get worse in terms of both temperature and sea level rise for many decades to come, and some effects will last centuries or millennia. But if we don't act now, they'll get far worse and perhaps unlivably worse. Okay, that's uh, enough of that disturbing item. I think it has affected many people to hear that clarion call from the IPCC and hopefully induced many of us to act even more urgently. Now, a last item on methane emissions and needs to be quick running out of time. There is a substance that in several trials in Europe shows that if administered orally, cattle will emit less nitrogen. It's called 3-NOP, and the NOP is a contraction of nitrooxypropanolol, which most of us wouldn't be able to remember, <laughs> and so it's called 3-NOP. Currently, there is a trial going on in New Zealand in dairy calves. In New Zealand, it's a challenge because animals are grass-fed, and how do you get them to take this stuff? But this is under trial, and we'll see how it works in New Zealand in calves. Okay, that's enough for today. I'm Joanna Santa Barbara, and this has been an Eco Postcard. Eco Postcards airs Monday afternoons 3:30 p.m. and Saturday mornings 9:50 a.m. Till next week. Bye for now. Thanks to New Zealand on Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.